welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, I'll share stories and tactics along with other industry experts as we share actionable steps that will transform your business and your life. Here at the Salon Owners Collective, we believe that in order to truly achieve freedom and profit, you must first fully step into your role as Salon CEO. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners master their inner salon CEO by implementing a strategic framework to grow your business and scale your team. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode to make an important step in your journey towards salon mastery as a salon CEO and welcome into your life more freedom and profit. One of those words that makes so many salon owners I know groan when they hear it, and that is marketing. We all know we should be doing it, should be doing more of it, and we all know there are so many people out there doing it better than us, a bit of FOMO. I know too many business owners who constantly feel frustrated with their marketing progress or lack thereof. Like, why can't I have 200,000 followers already? Well, that's because no one does No one has the right answer to marketing, but there are some things that will help. Ads, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or in this case, Google Ads, are the key to your marketing success. Today, I'm joined by Deirdre Andrews. Now, Deirdre is a marketing expert, and her business, Define Marketing, helps business owners like yourself set up and manage their own profitable online marketing campaign using Google Ads. Tune in to hear Deirdre's top tips on using Google Ads to market your business and why everybody like you should be using them. I look forward to introducing you to Deirdre. Deirdre, thank you so much for joining me on the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Very pleased to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. So let's start by why don't you tell us where you are in the world, what do you do, and how did you get to be doing it? Well, I am Canadian, born and raised, but right now I'm living in Glasgow, Scotland, and I do have a background in marketing. I've been working in marketing for about 15 years, and I have a lot of experience working directly with small business owners, and I really wanted to do something that would have an impact on them and help them to grow their businesses without having to shell out a whole lot of money on agencies, so I am now running my own business, and and teaching small business owners how to set up and manage their own profitable online marketing campaigns. Love it. So very pleased to be talking about this topic. So tell me a little bit about your background. How did you come to be doing this? Because in fact, you started in the hair and beauty business. Well, um, well, like I said, I've been in marketing for like 15 years. It was always something that I, I knew that I wanted to do. And I've definitely, you know, never had a moment's doubt about how much I love marketing. And I've kind of been in and out of the corporate world. I've worked um, for several high-end agencies where we did have some high-end beauty salons as clients. Um, I've also worked full-time with my brother and his wife. They own a small business. Um, they're running a dance studio. And now that I'm uh, working for myself and I'm teaching, I have a lot of students who are actually in um, hair salons and aesthetics, lash extensions, uh, permanent makeup. So a lot of ladies in the beauty business and it just feels really good to be able to support them um, in their marketing education. For sure, for sure. So today you're going to share us, share with us some tips specifically around uh, Google Ads. But yes. for those that don't 
really know about it or haven't explored this as an option, as a marketing option, why don't you tell us a little bit about why would we look at uh, tuning into Google and uh, spending some money on Google Ads? What's possible yeah. for us? Well, I feel like there's so much talk out there about running Facebook ads and everybody's talking about Facebook and Instagram. And, you know, that's fantastic. Those are really great platforms for getting visibility for your business. But there isn't a whole lot of talk about Google ads. And I think people just don't really know how it works. Um, so the reason that I love working with Google ads so much is because you're targeting people who are already searching for what you have to offer. So when you're running ads on Facebook or Instagram, you know, you're setting up your ad campaigns, targeting people by their interests. But just because they're interested in something, it doesn't mean that they're in the market for it right now. But with Google ads, you're, you're targeting people by the keywords that they're sitting down and typing into their Google search bar. So if they're in the market for what you have, if they're looking for it, they're primed and they're ready to buy. So I kind of think of them as the low hanging fruit. So you can get your business right in front of them, right when they want to spend money. I really love that, um, that way that you explained it because it's what I would call, uh, they're hot to go. They're ready to buy today. Yeah. There's no warming them up. Whereas on, Facebook and content marketing as a strategy, you're, you're getting people early and sort of slowly over time, waiting patiently <laughs> until they're, they're ready to take action. Whereas I think you're right. When they come to Google, they've already decided I'm looking for something, a solution today. I'm looking for a stylist. I'm looking for a therapist, uh, who's available in the next 24, 48, 36 hours, right? Yeah. Yeah, they have right. a problem and it needs to be solved. So, um, you know, you need to be visible to them in that moment. Okay, so what's quite different then from Facebook and Instagram and Google is specifically around ads is it's very copy-based. There's no beautiful pictures. We're not whining and dining people with telling them how beautiful we are. We're going straight for the kill. So how different is that from uh, in terms of constructing an offer? for a uh, Google ad and uh, say what the content that you put on your social media. Right. So like you said, with um, Google search ads, it is very text based. And there's also a lot of limitations around how many characters you can include in your ad. So you can't write a big whole long story about how great you are or all of the services you offer. You really need to write your ad with your customer in mind. Uh, what is the problem that they're dealing with right now? What is the solution that they are looking for? So you don't want to write your ad as though it's just a business listing you want to give the person a solution to their problem right now so if they're looking for someone who uh, specializes in like doing balayage you want to make sure you're speaking to doing balayage in your ad copy and say to them that you know I can provide that balayage solution that you're looking for so is this the perfect place to be uh, making an offer of some description, some uh, carrot, if you will, um, to be enticing them to take action, whether it's a promotion or a package or um, a discounted offer? What are your thoughts around actual, the actual offer itself? 
Um, I think that's something that you would need to test. It's going to be different for everybody. And it really just depends on, you know, what the audience out there is looking for. So I always recommend testing. So in one ad, I might specifically just talk about the solution to the problem. So you know, don't include anything about your pricing, don't include anything about how great you are or, you know, your amazing offer. Just talk about the solution to the problem and how that person might be feeling. Like, you know, for example, right now I'm feeling like my hair is like kind of dull and I don't really like the highlight job that the last stylist did. So I'm looking for somebody who can fix that. So if you can offer, you know, color correction, then say that in your ad. But on the other hand, you can definitely test out that offer, you know, like 30% um, off for um, new clients, something like that. I just test them and see which one is going to see a higher click-through rate. But definitely your website, you need to lead them to the relevant page of your website. So if I'm looking for somebody who can do color correction, I don't want to end up on a page about perms or something like that. You want to make mm -hmm. sure that you're leading them to uh, a relevant page on your website, and that's where you can make the offer that's going to reel them in. Okay, that's a really important distinction, right? Um, this is not the place that we say 20% off balayage, and please don't say that anyway. Not a, not an advocate of that. Just as an example, this is not the place that you put the offer, the the final, um, you know, uh, you get half a head of highlights a cut and a blowout. This is not the place for that. We actually want to be tapping into the person that's searching in their headspace in that moment. I need something in the next 24 hours. Talk to the person and then lead them with a click to a somewhere. Yes, yeah. And then on your website is really where you make that offer. Okay, so that page then is quite important, how that page is constructed, how um, you make the offer, how you talk them through. I mean, do we go to a page that just has a, a voucher for an offer or do we actually need to talk to them like a whole uh, scripted page? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I don't need, think the page needs to be really, really long. Like you don't need to have, you know, 300 words of copy on there, but, you know, make sure that there is a strong headline that reinforces uh, the keyword that they were just searching for. So typically I don't recommend sending people directly to your homepage. Um, when people have a problem and they want it fixed, they don't want to have to go searching through your website to find it. So, you know, bring them right to that uh, service page and make sure that whatever service it is that you're providing that's reflected in the headline um, have a really strong image that's going to you know back up your work and a little bit about what it is you do and give them an option right on that page to book an appointment with you yeah so the distinction that you're making there is that this is not your price menu for all the things this is the no. dedicated page in your case about balayage and the yes. and how how you're an expert at balayage and this is how we do balayage and this is how you book to have your balayage. Yes. Great. Got it. All right. I feel like we're connecting all the dots. Very good. Um, okay. Let's. Uh, I've got one more question for you, and then I know you're going to give us some tips to how to actually get into the ad and write a good ad. So, um, I know one of the things that. Uh, can be hard for an owner is to find the right offer, the thing that gets the clicks. And um, it's really easy 
to constantly be thinking we need to make up new offers all the time. I've got to have to think of something new and create something new. But I have, and I'm, I'm keen on your opinion, I have this uh, thought that we need to do that until we find the thing that works and then stick with it and just keep doing doubling down on what works and stop changing it all the time because I wonder whether as owners, uh, creative entrepreneurs who run hair and beauty salons, we love to do things new and we get bored of the same thing. Right. Would it would be fair to say like the goal here is to find what works and brings new clients in the door and stick with. Yeah, for sure. I mean, in terms of, uh, you know, offering discounts uh, on different services to get people in the door. Um, personally, I'm not a huge fan of that um, tactic because then you find people who are just loyal to the discount and, and not to you. Uh, you want your work to speak for itself and you want to provide them with a, a high end experience. Um, so and you're always discounting your services or offering some kind of freebie to get people in the door. You're not going to end up with the clients that you want to work with long term. Um, so really, I think, especially when it comes to Google ads, you need to find that combination of words uh, that really speak to people's problems and how they're feeling and, and what solution is it that they're after in that moment when they're looking for a stylist. One thing that um, you uh, said earlier on, which I think is worth bringing up again, is uh, just test it. And I know, uh, I think that that's worth reminding people that there is no exact way to do marketing. Because <laughs> otherwise we'd all be millionaires and have a million followers. And uh, So we really need to have a mindset that we can know some tactics and some structures and high-level ideas, but we actually we just need to take our words to market and let the market tell us if we've got the copyright or we've got the words right and got our tactics right, would that be fair? Yeah, for sure. So I, I always recommend testing at least uh, two ad copy versions, um, if not up to even four, and approach each ad with a bit of a different strategy. So maybe in one, you can talk a little bit about your offer to try and bring them in. Maybe in one, you can talk about the emotional side of things, uh, how that person is feeling, like do they need to improve their confidence and you know feel um, you know younger and more empowered when they go out into the world with a beautiful hairstyle? Or are they seriously just looking for um, somebody who can cut my hair? Like, do they just want to get it done right now? So those are three different strategies that you can take when writing your ad and run all three of them and see which one is going to perform best for you. Yeah. Okay. I think that's the right mindset to approach any marketing strategy, right? For sure. Test it out. <laughs> okay. Talk to us a little bit more about ad copy and choosing words. I mean, this is your area of expertise. What are the things when we come to do Google Ads? What do we need to be thinking about? Right. So as I mentioned before, um, when you're setting up your Google Ads campaign, uh, instead of um, bidding on an audience with their interests, you're going to be bidding on keywords. And when I say bidding, like you're being entered into an auction. So um, there are going to be multiple advertisers who want their ad shown for that same keyword. And typically, you know, highest bidder wins the auction. So 
when you're thinking of which words to bid on, I think kind of a rookie mistake that a lot of new Google Ads users um, make when they're setting up their campaign is they just go too broad with their keywords. So if we use balayage as an example again, uh, I wouldn't just bid on the word balayage as my keyword because I could get people who are, you know, just looking for pictures, like maybe they're looking for a Pinterest board for color inspiration to take to their current stylist. Um, and that's not what I want. I want the people who are actually searching for somebody who wants to have their hair done. So when I say, you know, keywords, really this can be like a phrase, it doesn't have to be one word. So you could say, uh, you could bid on, um, you know, balayage stylist in um, Glasgow, for example, that's where I, where I am right now. So balayage stylist in Glasgow means somebody is looking for a stylist. Yeah, and that location is key, right? Because otherwise you could be, you could bring up search results for anywhere. Well, I mean, you do have control over your location, so you can definitely set that ahead of time. But again, you know, maybe somebody is searching for a stylist in another city because they're going to be traveling. So, you know, you can make sure that you can lock in um, where they are. Or if you're in a particular neighborhood uh, of a city, um, you don't want to drive all the way to the other side of the city just to see your hairstylist. You want to find somebody that's um, close by. And and again, you want to try and think of words or phrases that people would use if they're looking to buy. Like, where can I get my hair done? Um, is there a stylist out there who specializes in curly hair? Um, you know, my stylist uh, back in Ottawa, she actually uh, specializes in curly hair and she changed the name of her salon to Curly Hair Designs because she wanted to make sure people knew that she could fix their problem. Um, so that's kind of what you need to think on when you're bidding on keywords. You know, don't just go broad. Um, go for the actual words that people are going to type in if they're looking for a new stylist. All right, that's really good because um, that gives us permission to not just be singular. Uh, but to create a, a string of words that, uh, I, and I can see that, you know, as a as an owner, it's hard to put a, our uh, mind into the head of a client, right? Yeah. It's hard that to imagine. <laughs> yeah, that's right, because we are so in our own goldfish bowl, we can't imagine what, what a client would type. So even get a friend to Google for something and, and watch over their shoulder and see what they would type. Um if we need to get outside of, you know, we can't imagine what our clients would even type for when looking for a salon. Because we know what we would type. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, you know, when you do a Google search, um, so for example, if you go to your Google search bar and type, you know, balayage stylist Glasgow, um, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, you're actually going to see related searches. Um, so those are other key phrases that people are typing into their Google search bar that are similar. So that can kind of give you some ideas as to what people are looking for. And um, Google also has tools. They have a tool called the Keyword Planner um, that can show you uh, the search volume. So how many searches are being done for a particular string of words um, in your area. And it'll also give you ideas for related searches as well. So you're not sitting there trying to rack your brains. Like there are tools out there that can help. Thank you, Google. <laughs> very useful tool. <laughs> All right, very good. Is there anything else that's worth mentioning uh, around, you know, getting started with uh, anything that you think that you've missed that you want to share? 
Yeah, so I would also say make sure when you're setting up your campaign um, that you set up really tightly themed ad groups. So your ad group is like a container that holds your keyword and your actual ad copy together. So that means if somebody is searching for balayage, then they're going to see your ad for balayage. So I typically, you know, for service-based business owners, I kind of break up the ad groups into like the different services that you provide. So you might have a keyword um, like for balayage, you might have a keyword uh, for like, you know, deep conditioning treatments, you might have a keyword for um, some of your retail audiences. Um, you have those all separated because you want to make sure that each of those ads goes to the relevant page of the website. And, you know, each of those keywords triggers the correct ad. So make sure you have those in tight knit containers. Okay, very good. All right, well, thank you so much. That's so insightful and super useful. Um, but you are a business owner yourself and uh, run your own business. So what is a quote or a mantra or something that keeps you going or keeps you sane in running your business that you can share with us? Um, lately, the quote that I've had pinned to my wall is um, women who invest in themselves go further. And uh, the reason that that really keeps me going is I find a lot of my students in particular have a lot of fear around uh, investing their money in online advertising. And I have that too. You know, I'm spending my own money on my business. And sometimes it can be really scary to like open up your wallet and pay for something that you know you need for your business, but you don't know if you're gonna see that return on investment right away. Mm -hmm. But you know, when you remember that if you have the courage to invest in yourself, you will go further, you will see the payoff. Very good, I like that. All right, what about uh, a book or a podcast or something that you have read or listened to recently that you think all fellow owners should, uh, should definitely listen to it or read as well? Right now, I am really into Profit First. Um, I think that's definitely something that everybody needs to read. Get the audiobook, get the physical book, whatever. Just make sure that you are paying yourself first so that you have the resources to keep going. Yeah, great. Good recommendation. All right, Deirdre, thank you so much. Where can people find you, stalk you, find out more about what you do and how you can help them? Uh, well, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Define Marketing Blog. And for those who want to learn a little bit more about Google Ads and maybe whether or not they're right for your business, you can find me at definemarketing.ca slash cheat dash sheet. Uh, that's definemarketing.ca slash cheat dash sheet. And I have a Google Ads cheat sheet with eight tips to help you get your first campaign started. Fantastic. Maybe we'll put the link to that page in uh, the show notes to make it super easy to find. Sounds great. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your words of wisdom today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Okay, and that's a wrap for today. Thanks so much, Deirdre. I do love chatting everything about marketing and the things that you've talked about today are definitely in line with the things that we talk about here at Salon Owners Collective. So if you want some more help with marketing, we have a free Facebook group dedicated to marketing. So join us for weekly tips, tricks, videos, and more. And I'm gonna leave the link in the show notes below to the, uh, the Salon Marketing Collective. And other, other than that, I look forward to tuning in with you again next week. 
Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.